Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Tafresh Memches. We are up to Siv Chaf Beis, the very last word of page 236. The Mechaber says, Shir Esrog Katan. The size of the smallest Esrog is as follows, Pachos Mikibetz Apostle. If the Esrog is less than the size of an egg, the Esrog is Apostle. But if the size of the esrog is the size of an egg, even if it's an unripe fruit, the fruit has not yet ripened, it's not complete, it's kosher. And if it was large, the largest size, as large as it is, is going to be kosher. So the minimum size we see over here is that has to be a kibetza, and the largest size could be as large as you want. The Mishaburah says, on page Kufiyu test, the last line, puzzle, this is going on, if it's pachos mi kibetza, it is puzzle, vafilu imonu misharim she'inenu boser, even if we could evaluate and see that it's not unripe, meaning it's fully developed, she'ain sofu lehisgadal yoser, it's not going to get any bigger, Still less than the size of a beta, that is considered that it's not a gemar pera, and it's not good. But if it has the proper shear of the size of an egg, then it has a din of a fruit, even though it's still unripe, so we don't care if it's going to get bigger or it's not going to get bigger. Lomaisa, it has to be the size of a beta. Otherwise, it's not good. Sifkatan Samach Zayin, we're on the third line of page 238. We said, if it's the proper size, even if it's not Nigmar Pira, it's kosher. As long as it is not a strong green like a leek, the oz lo choshev gemar because then if it's a very strong green, it's not considered a, com- considered a completed fruit. Unless it will return to the regular color of an esrog eventually, the canal b'siv chafal, like we learned in the last year, in siv chaf aleph. The Mishibura continues in siv katan chaf ches kol shehu. We said the largest size of an esrog is any size is kosher. Hainu afilu hu gadol shemeviyol akeseifu gam kenyotza. Even if your esrog is so big, you have to carry it on your shoulder, you're still yotze with it. That's because the Dalad Minim, assuming you have all of them there, they're not ma'akiv each other, meaning, you can't take them one at a time, you just have to have all of them. And in 0127 he points out, as you're probably thinking, taking them one at a time is obviously but lechadchila, we will see in the mechaber later on. Shetzarach lechaber es ha'esrog lalulav b'shas ha'nanuim. The lulav and the esrog had to be together during the waving of the lulav u'v'nanei b'shnei and yachad, and you have to wave the two of them together. I'd like to do a couple of uh, quick biralochas on page kufiyot test. If a maskel pachos mikabeitza, we said pachos mikabeitza's pasul ayin b'tshuvas chasam sofer sinin kuf pe aluf shedai kabeitza shebizmanenu. The Chsam Sofer says when we say it has to be the size of an egg, the size of an egg that we have nowadays is enough. Even though we know the Beitim have gotten smaller, 
the Perak Arab Sachin, based on what the Nodi Buddha told us in Arab Sachin, Kyakola fi Hazman, Imabitsim Nishtanu Gamgido Ha Esrogim Nishtanu Aincham. Says the Sam Sofer, if the eggs have gotten smaller or changed, then the Esrogim have changed as well. And the size of an esrog will be the size of a kabeza. Ulafidasa bikriyakov nochon lobal nefesh lahadir lochatchila achar esrog shegodol kishnei beitzim. However, the bikriyakov does not agree with the Chassam Sofer. He says that one should ideally, if he's a bal nefesh, lochatchila take an esrog the size of two beitzim nowadays, which would be the size of a beitzim from the olden days. Now we're going to look in the back of the sefer on page eighty-four. At note 121, what's Pshad in the Chsam Sofer? In the beginning of his words, the Chsam Sofer lays down, The measurement of an Esrog is different than the other measurements of the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu Moser Lanu Shir Beitzer Shebizmanoi. Moshe Rabbeinu, normally when he told us something has to be the size of an egg, it means the egg in his days. Va'anu omrim, and we say, Shafilu im yiskatnu abeitzim bizmanim ha'achronim, even if eggs have gotten smaller, hashir lo yishana, the shir didn't change. The shir is the size of an egg for Moshe Rabbeinu's times. He was measuring it at his times, so we have to adjust accordingly. V'tzarech lindo bebeitza shebizman Moshe Rabbeinu. So we have to have the size of an egg from the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. So if our eggs are smaller, we have to have two of this, our eggs. When it comes to an esrog, that the size is established the fact that the Torah says it's a pre Sadr, It goes by the lashon of pre. And therefore, whatever is called a pre in your time is a pre. And therefore, it doesn't matter if anything changes sizes. You go by the shear of our time. Now, like the Shur of Moshe Rabbeinu's times. One more quick note, note 122. The Chazanish takes on like the Vikuri Yaakov, now like the Stam Sofer, that you should have the minimum size of the Esrog be the size of two eggs that we have nowadays. One more Bir Halacha, and then we're going to go to the next Simon, and that is the next one on page Kufi Atesi, the Maskal Puzzle. We said if the Esrog is less than a Kabeza, it is Puzzle. Kol Shiva, that's all seven days. Shilo Nigmar Pirio Velo Nikra Peri. It's because it's not a completed fruit. If it's too small, it's not called a fruit. Vafilu Im Hayabo Kishir. Even if it started off as a proper shir, Ubi Mea Chag Nitztamik. And then during the Chag, it's shriveled up. Vaomer Al Pachos Mikabeza, and it became smaller than a Kabeza. Mikomakum Pasul Mishum She'eno Hadar. Then it would have another psul, and now it would be a psul of not being hudder. It started out as a pre, so you can't say it's not a pre now, but then you could say if it got, if it shrunk a little bit, then it's no longer hudder. If you have no other esrog besides the one that shriveled up, you would take it without a bracha even on the first day. Let's move weiter into Simon Tafresh Memtes. Before we go to the Machaber, there's a little uh, five-line Mishabura introduction. Kosov Asmag. We're on page 238. It's also for a person to be mezalzel, to be disgracing an esrog or other mitzvahs that Goyim are selling. Ad kan l'shono. Now in note number one he points out, Ochein, in mizdamin lo liknos esrog mishnei anoshim. Echad Yisrael ve'echad nochri. You have two options of buying your esrog from a Jew or from a Goyim. Ushneim shavim bekashrusam, assuming that they're both uh, valid hachsherim in terms of murka, like we discussed. 
It's poshut, it's better to buy from Yisrael than to buy from a guy. But the smog says you can't be mezalzal and an esrog or other mitzvah a guy is selling. Kelomar mitzvah says shetzarech litein lohem ma'at yosem mikidei demei and you have to pay a little more than the value to the guy. Like we learned earlier in Simon Lamites, which note number two, it reminds us, We do not buy from the Goyim, the a lot more than their value. We don't want Goyim going and stealing mitzvahs so they can sell them for a large price, so we can't pay too much. But over here, this Magi is saying you should pay a little more than they are worth, and the Mishnah continues and says, the kavonos hasmag de ain lazalzo. What the smag means by not being mazalzo is the atom machshiru lost of love. If you're not going to be willing to pay a nice price for it, you're going to cause stumbling in the future. Shelo yevim bepamacheres liknos biyado. If he's not going to make the money that he expects to make, he's not going to bring it next time to sell, and people are going to lose out on the mitzvah. Therefore, you have to make sure that you take care of this guy and you pay him a little more than the item is actually worth. Says the mechaber in the beginning of Simen Tafresh Mem Testiv Aluk. Kol All the arbaminim are postal if they are stolen, right? Whether it's a stealing of exela outright in front of the person's face, or a stealing of igneva, you stuck it to his house and you stole it. Anything that is stolen from the arbaminim is postal. It doesn't matter if the person who was stolen from gave up hope of getting it back, or he did not yet give up hope. It does not matter. But if one stole a lulav l'mashal, and he acquired it without the help of the performance of the mitzvah, which the Mishra will explain in more detail, Kegon, for example, Gazal lulav v'shipohu. For example, a person stole a lulav, and the Mishra is going to say it wasn't a, it wasn't a proper shame lulav yet, but he smoothed it out, and he made it a proper lulav. Kosher. So he, he stole a lulav, and then he did a shinui maisa to it, he smoothed it out. So that's a kinyan. That's going to be kosher, the kanya b'shinui maisa. Because then even though he stole it, he acquired a kinyan maisa, it's lachem, it's his, and therefore he can be yotze with it. Umiyo, however, lo yivarech So even though he now owns the esrog, it is his, he can be yotze, his mitzvah, but he should not make a bracha on it. We'll see everything explained in the Mishabura. The Machaber ends off and says, V'yesh misha omer, there is a shita that says, the lone nifsal gozel v'gonov el legano v'legazlan atzmo. That the only time a stolen lulav or any of the daladminim is going to be a problem, it's only for the ganov or the gazlan himself. But for someone else, not the person who stole it, the person who bought it from the one who stole it, or was given as a present for the one who stole it, then it would be kosher the rest of Sukkot, except for the first day. That's what we'll stop in the Mechaber for today, just to summarize the Mechaber, and then we'll see uh, the Mishaburas, a little bit of Aloha, some notes. Again, all the Arab Aminim are possible if they're stolen, whether there was Yeish or not. But if you stole it and then you, acquire, you acquired it through a Shinui Maisa, so then it is kosher, but you shouldn't make a bracha on it. And then there's a shita that says that it's not possible as a stolen lulav or any of the Dalad Minim, except for the Ganav and the Gazlan himself. That would be for the whole Sukkot. But for others who get their hands on it, the rest of Sukkot would be okay. Only the first day would be possible. Let's see the Mishaburas of Kotan Aleph. 
We said all the Arab Amino are apostles, Begazel, Ubeganov, Diksiv, Ulakartem, Lochem, Bayom, Harishon, Vigomer. The Pasuk says you should take for yourselves the High Lochem, Mishalochem, who, when it says Lokatem Lochem, that means it has to be yours, you have to own it, it can't be stolen. Sidkotan days, the Machaber had said that it is possible. Bain Lifneyesh, Bain Lachar Yeyesh, says the Mishabura, Diyesh, Kedilokani. Yeyesh alone does not help you acquire it, it's still not Lochem. Now, note number five points out that if you ever learn about Metziah, if you find a Metziah, Yeyesh alone, you are Kona. It's Dafko here, when you steal something, then Yeyesh Kedi, Yeyesh alone is not Kona, you need to have some kind of Shinui that we'll discuss. But Yeyush alone is not Kona, therefore even if there is Yeyush, this Lulav is possible for day number one. The first day, if you have a stolen Lulav, according to everyone, you're not Yote from the Torah. In terms of the rest of the days of Sukkot, using a stolen Lulav or other of the Dalabinim, that will be discussed as we move forward. Sivkotan Gimel below Siyuah HaMitzvah, the Mechaber said, but if you stole it and you acquired it without the help of the Mitzvah, what does that mean, Pirish? Shakinyon Shekona Oso Hunasa Kodem Kima Mitzvah. It means you did a Shinui, you did a Kinyon before the Kima Mitzvah. Meaning it didn't come at the same time, Lafuki and Hua Yideh HaMitzvah Shonatilas HaLulav. It's coming to exclude a case where the way you were kona it was through your kiyam ha-mitzvah. Kigon, for example, shemucharu lo ba'ofen shekino ba that someone stole it and he was selling it to you and the way that you would acquire it with meshicha, meaning with hagba, v'kibiyo l'meifakba, and you picked it up to be yotzeh your mitzvah, imkein ayidei ha-mitzvah nasa akinim In that case, you're lifting up the lulav was your Kenyan of the Gzela, and it was also your Kim mitzvah then you're not Yotzei. The Havalei Mitzvah Ha'bo that's a Mitzvah Ha'bo because as you're the Mekayim mitzvah you're also acquiring the Aveira, that's not good. But what you have to do with it one time is to lift it up to acquire it, and then you have to lift it up another time to Mekayim mitzvah afterwards they shouldn't come at the same time. So the Mechaber is saying, if you stole it and acquired it without the help of the mitzvah, meaning you're not trying to make your Kenyan on the Gzela together with your Kima mitzvah, that wouldn't be good, but rather the example would be, you were Gaza Lula Vishipo, the Mechaber say, that's, that's kosher. Says the Mishiburus of Kadan Dawid. You were Gaza Lula Vishipo, Ratulama means to say, the Be'esha Gzala Lohoya Adaya Mesukan Kiroi, when you stole it, it was not fixed up properly. Shanucha Likro Olav Shem Lulav. It couldn't get upon it a Shem Lulav. It wasn't proper. Vuhutikno Bishipui Shalo. He fixed it up by his smoothing it out somehow. So that Shinui gave it now a shame of a lulav. It had nothing to do with your kima mitzvah. You now acquired it. That's kosher. You have acquired that lulav with the Shinui Maisa. And Shinui Maisa says the Meshabura is a good Kenyan even if there was no Yeyush. And therefore you could be Yotze your mitzvah the first day of Sukkot with this. It is now called yours. You stole it. You did a Shinwe Maisa. Even without Yeyesh, you acquired it. It's yours 100%. It's called Lachem your Yotze. Ah, you stole. Right. You're to pay him for what you stole. But you were Kona the Lulav. The Lulav belongs to you. And now you owe him money. 
Even though Shinui Maisa is alone enough without Yeyosh to acquire it, but Heicha to have a Yeyosh with Shinui Rishos would be the same thing if you have Yeyosh and a Shinui Rishos. Kigon, for example, Shagazlon Mecharo Unasano Laacher. One person stole it and then he gave it or stole it to another person, so it changed hands after the Gzela. Also, Acher Kasher Lotzeisbo. That Acher who bought it or who received the present. Can be Yose with it, I feel will be on Rishon even on the first day. The Kano Ayedei Shinui Rishus, because he acquires it through the change of hands. Kevan Shekvar Hoya Yeish Mikodem. Since there was already Yeish beforehand, the Shalachem Karinambe, and we would call that Lachem. So that is the case of the Machaber. If there was a Kenyan before you did the mitzvah, then you are Yotze the mitzvah. But the Machaber ended up and said, Niu lo but you should not make a brach on it. says in the Shaburah, as the Katan Vav, Kevan shemitzchila bogazal baliyado. At least in the case that we're discussing, where you did a Shinui Maisa, so you stole, and then you did a Kenyan by doing a Shinui Maisa, you should not make a bracha since from the very beginning, through stealing it got to your hands. Machmerinan le'inyan bracha de'iz ba'askara shem shamayim. So a machmer, in terms of making a bracha on it, you're mentioning Hashem's name on a stolen item that you stole, so you should not make a bracha. Magen Avram says this is only true if there was no Yeish. As we said before, Shinu Maisa, you're Kona without Yeish. Avol, but says the Magen Avram, Im Hoya Yeish Im Hashinu Maisa. If there was Yeish with the Shinu Maisa, O Im Shinu Hashem, or in the change of name, O Im Shinu Rishus, Mutter Levarak Amkin. Dr. Magen Avram, if there's Yeish also with it, so the guy gave up hope already. So then if you were Konet and he is away from it, then you could also make a bracha. Achein, however, Dasa Taz Le'el Besimechav Hei. V'agrosham, the opinion of the Taz and the Gra, D'bechol Gavni Lo Yuchol Levarich. In all cases, you cannot make a bracha on a stolen lulav. V'ayin Le'el Simen Yudala Seva B'Biralacha. Divir HaMaskil Ule'inyan Bracha. Sivkotan Zayin is going on. The last thing the Mechaber said is there's a Shita that holds. That it's only possible when it is stolen for the one who stole it. But for others, it's kosher the rest of the week, just not allowed to be used the first day. Says the Mishabur and Sekadon Zayin, Muchach Mizeh Dedasa Mechaber. It's clear from here that the understanding of the Mechaber is, in the first Shita before the V'yesh Mishomer is, Da Gazlon Eino Yotzei Afilu B'Shar Hayomim. It's mashma clearly, and we'll see in the Sharetzi on how it's so mashma, that the Gazan himself cannot be Yotze even the other days, where where we don't require Lachem. You don't need Lachem, he still can't use it. But the reason is, because even though it's not a problem of Lachem, the second and third and fourth and fifth day, etc., but it is a mitzvah above Avera, the Enaf Kemina Bazeb, Bain Lifnei Yeish, Bain Lachayesh, will not matter if it's before Yeish or after Yeish. Now, if you look in the Sharetz Kiran, Osei, he writes, Even though the Mechaber in his first sheet did not mention anything about the other people who didn't steal it, he was only talking about the Gazlan. Only the Yeish Misha Omer says about the other people they could be Yotze with it the other days besides the first day. From the language of the Mechaber, it's Mashma. He's only coming to be lenient. What the Yesh Mishomer is coming to do, it's not possible for the other people on the other days. So the Yesh Mishomer is without coming to be lenient on the others the rest of the days. 
But for the Gazlan and Ganav himself, who's possible all seven days, even the Yeshmi Shaomer apostles. And therefore, the Mishabura says that it's clear from the, from the Machaber that from the Yeshmi Shaomer that the Sheet of the Machaber is that not only is it Usr for the one who stole it, it's also Usr for anyone else to use for all the days. Says the Mishabuah, so according to the Yeshmi Shaomer, for those who did not steal it, but they got it from the one who stole it, it's going to be possible the first day only. That which from Machmir Lagabi others, Al Korachach Ari Lifnei Yeyush. You have to say we're talking about before the guy gave up hope. Vilochem Amar Achmona Vahai Labdi Tuhu. So Lamaisa Ruvain stole it. He gave it or sold it to Shimon. Shimon has it. The reason why Shimon can't be Yosef the first days is not Lachem. Why is it not Lachem? It must be because there was no Yeyush yet. Dei Hoyo Yeyush Mikodim. If there was Yeyush already. In Cain, Etzlam, Havila, Yeyosh, Shini, Rishus. Then for Shimon, who bought it from Ruvain, there's already Yeyosh and Shini, Rishus, the Kenyan Gomer, who Etzlam, and it's a 100% Kenyan, Velochem, Karina, but it will be Lochem. So the only way you could say that on the first day, the other guy can't use it, well, there was a Shini, Rishus, and must be there wasn't Yeyosh. So the Mishabura starts off and he says, that clearly if we're going to be Machim on the first day for the other people, it's because there was no Yeyosh yet. So even though there was no Yeyush, on the other days of Sukkot, there will be mutter for the others to use it. Because the Yeyush Omrim holds. It's not child the concept of Mitzvah if you're not the one who did the Avera. Here Ruvain stole, he sold it to Shimon. Shimon could be Yotzi every day, he can't be Yotzi the first day because there was no Yeyush, so it's not Lochem. But every day he could be Yotzi. Why? Because there's no problem with Mitzvah Avera. Shehem Logizalu, they didn't steal it, there's no Mitzvah Avera if you didn't steal it. The I am the Mogan Avram, Shehem Bishem Hamochamos. But look in the Mogan Avram where it brings Bishem the Ramban. Shecholei calls he argues on this. Vedaita when his shita is, the af l'gabe acherim shehem lo gizaluhu. Even for the others, even for Shimon who did not do the stealing, afilu hachi even so, kevan da achefes lo nikna etzlam, since you do not yet have a kinyan on the item, shu lifnei yeyush, as we explained, it has to be told about lifnei yeyush, v'hagozel tachas yodamhu, so Lamaisa, you have a stolen item in your hands. So it's also Shail to Shimon who didn't steal it. Lamaisa, he has stolen goods in his hands that he was not Kona. We would apply over there, says the Mohammed, Mitzvah Babavera to him as well. And therefore the Magen Abram understands, One should not be lenient in this case. He says you can rely on the Yish Omer of the Mechaber and allow others to use it on the other days, even though they were not Konad, they didn't steal it, so there's no Mitzvah there according to them. Because even the Ganav and Gazlan himself, there are Shifas that we'll see later on that even for the Ganav and Gazlan themselves, they can use it for the future days after the first day. So even though we're not going to necessarily go with that shita, but al koponim yeshlismoch alayu lagabe achrini. But we certainly can rely on that more lenient shita for the other days for other people to be yotze. The gama grab the uro mashma shemitzali lalocha yeshmi sheomer. The gras mashma also like he goes with this yeshmi sheomer shita. Mio, however, 
This is all talking about being Yosei or Mitzvah. But to make a brach on it, even the grow says you can be Yosei, he would not allow you to make a brach on it. Because we learned before, in the first case of the Mechaber, even if there was Yeyosh and there was Shinu Rishus and there was a Kenyan, it's still also to make a brach on it. Like we said earlier, the Kol Shekei Mazes, certainly in this case, where there was no Yeyosh and there was no Kenyan. I'd like to read one Bira Lacha back to page 238. Going back to the first point in the Mechaber, that all the Arbaminim are apostles, they are stolen. It doesn't matter if you stole it from a Jew, you stole it from a guy, it's not allowed. One who steals one of the Arbaminim from a guy, he's not Yotze until he pays off what he owes, before he does his mitzvah, you have to pay up even to the guy. Let's say he stole the item. He was mekayim his mitzvah at the end. He paid. And then he appears the owner of this garden. He stole. He used it for his mitzvah, and then he paid the guy off afterwards that made him happy. Does that work? retroactively that is considered lachem when he used it. That it would be okay. That it was his. You can look in the notes was over there. But uh, as you can probably imagine, it is a machlokes. We'll stop here and we will go right through with the Ramah Mir Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.